You're listening to Vape Talk Live at vapetalk.net. Mmm, it's so hot. Hi, guys. It's Dave, leg on my ears from vapetalklive.net or vapetalk.net. This is the first of what I hope to be very many um, uh, future podcasts. We are... Uh, trying to grow and trying to do a little bit better here. Uh, the 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 purpose of this particular podcast is to talk about nicotine safety. Um, there have been some developments in our community that are not good. Um, developments that could cost uh, cost all of us uh, greatly, uh, not only monetarily, but in uh, uh, future government controls caused by this. Uh, uh, taxation caused by this, uh, and even health concerns that we need to be concerned with. Uh, I will be doing a show tonight live on vapetalklive.net, uh, a video chat show. So uh, if you're listening to this and you want to partake in that, uh, be at vapetalk.net uh, tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, to see my big, fat, ugly face, uh, and we're going to be discussing this very issue. Recently, a nicotine vendor uh, has come under fire because uh, six of his samples uh, went out, six of his bottles of nicotine base went out, um, labeled uh, at 36 milligram, 48 milligram, 100 milligram. And they were independently tested by a uh, chemist uh, using correct uh, procedures, a qualified chemist. And uh, they were uh, very incorrect levels. In one case, a bottle of 48 milligram went out that was actually 100 milligram. Uh, That could be dangerous. That could be very dangerous. there is a reason why people buy and mix with 48 milligram nicotine. Uh, maybe they're trying to mix down the lower levels, and if they assume that they have, because the bottle's labeled 48 milligram, they assume they have that, so they they plug that into their uh, mixing calculators, and it, it, it has no reason to, to change that. Uh, so they think they're making, uh, let's say, 11, 12 milligram juice, and it comes out to be 36 milligram or 48 milligram, which is enough to choke a horse and, and possibly be a health concern. In another case, a bottle of 100 milligram uh, nicotine went out, and it was tested at 272 milligram. The chemist said that the it was not hard to detect because as soon as he opened the bottle, the fumes coming off of it, the nicotine fumes were so intense that he had to immediately get it in a vapor hood uh, to protect his own health. So what does this tell us? It tells us that uh, there's carelessness. There is uh, not a set of redundant checks and rechecks done on nicotine. Now, these nicotine vendors um, need to be scrutinized uh, from here on out. Every single batch of nicotine that comes into them should be tested. Every single batch that goes to their mixing room should be tested again there. Every single uh, bottle of nicotine that is bottled and sent out 
should be verified and re-verified to be exactly what the label says it is. Uh, not, I mean, within, uh, you know, one or two percent, um, nobody's perfect and, and no, uh, you know, I don't expect to test every single bottle of 48 degree, uh, 48 milligram nicotine to be exactly 48. It could be 47, 46, 45, uh, you know, 50, 50 milligram. All of that is, con- to me, that's considered acceptable and safe, but a bottle of 100 milligram uh, nicotine that is 272 milligrams will kill you graveyard dead um, if you do not detect it. Um, that is unheard of, and it's absolutely unforgivable in my in my view. And me personally, I will never do business with a company that allowed this to happen on, on their on their on their under their command. Uh, I, I would never trust a vendor that. For whatever reason, carelessness, mistake, I, uh, I don't know, poor management, uh, I would never, ever, ever trust a vendor again that allowed that to happen. Now, I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus, and if you noticed, I haven't named any names, okay? But what I am telling you is that uh, your favorite e-juice vendor buys their e-juice from somebody just like that, okay? And then they, they take it and they... Uh, put it in their mixing room and they mix e-juice and they sell it to you and it's a it's a on-demand uh last minute rush get it done get it shipped type thing and it's real easy for a mistake like that to continue on through an e-juice vendor as well without them even knowing it but it's careless now that this is out especially for anyone to trust any nicotine from anywhere at any time from any country without doing their own private test. Uh, my theory for this, uh, my diagnosis for this problem, is that every single nicotine vendor needs to test every single source, bottle, container, drum of nicotine that comes in and label those in lot numbers at what the test is and post that to a website available to their customers and to uh, anyone who is concerned. In other words, nicotine is us, nicotine are us, gets a, a, a thousand milligrams of nick in and it's supposed to be a hundred milligram nick. And they test it and it comes out to 103. That should be labeled by lot number. If it is going to be sold, it needs to be labeled by lot number and posted on a website so that we can see when we order nicotine, we can look at that lot number, look on the website, and see what it tested at. Okay, or in a case of an emergency, a doctor can. Um, we need, we are the customers, which gives us a power to say no. A power to say no, I will not purchase from you any any longer uh, unless you do this. We are the boss. You are the boss. I'm the boss. The people who write the check are always the boss. So, what I am going to stipulate to uh, as as the founder and producer of Vape Talk. 
uh, live, I am going to stipulate to nicotine vendors uh, in a letter that this must happen in order for us to continue to buy nicotine from them and our group. And we are a very strong group. Um, we are very listened to. We're very highly regarded in the community. And uh, our opinion matters. And I think this is something that we must do as a community in order to uh, maybe dodge the bullet, the FDA bullet, that, that uh, may or may not be coming anyway. Uh, but I will guarantee you that if, the, if FDA controls nicotine uh, for DIY purposes or e-juice, they are going to mandate exactly the same things, and it's going to be the law, and you're going to be shut down, fined, or both if you do not comply with this. So you might as well, if you're a vendor, a nicotine vendor, out there right now, uh, or an e-juice vendor out there right now that makes your own e-juice, you might as well start conforming with this now and start preparing for this now because either way, you're going to do it. It's just that simple. You are going to be forced to police yourself and make your chemical findings uh, public for every lot, every batch of nicotine that you use. Every batch of juice that you sell should be published on a website exactly what the nicotine content is as well as any other ingredients. Uh, and now that, that raises another uh, thought. You know, if, uh, if you have a secret recipe for an e-juice, you don't want people getting your recipe, so you don't want to put the ingredients out there. Uh, there, you know, uh, flavorants are kind of an in inert ingredient, but your PG, uh, your VG levels, and your nicotine levels need to be posted exact for every lot that you supply the public. And we're not going to take no for an answer. We're not going to take we're working on it for an answer. We're not going to take uh, well by the time. Uh, by the time you get your third or fourth bottle of juice down the road, we'll have that in place and we'll do that for you. No, sir. We're not going to buy another bottle of juice. We're not going to buy another bottle of nicotine. We're not going to supply your family dinner on their table ever again until this is done. It's just that simple. This is far too critical. It's far too dangerous. And it's far too careless to, you know, there are manufacturers out there that practice PPM. That's piss poor management. And we as a community are not going to practice PPM, piss poor management. We are going to manage you, whether you like it or not. If you intend to stay in the nicotine business or e-juice business, you will do this. And I intend personally to make a big thing out of this. Uh, with, I, I don't want to go putting it on uh, YouTube and all that kind of stuff because all that can do is hurt us and, and draw attention from the FDA, which is not that, which is the last thing we want to do. But I am, within our community, going to make a, a big deal out of this. I'm going to make sure that every single nicotine vendor that I can find out about gets a letter that knows that this has been mandated, this is what's going to happen, and you're going to do it. Like it or not, if, you, if it costs you money, then you're going to have to increase your prices. We understand that. But we are not going to vape shit that you have not tested. We're not going to vape shit that has not been posted 
chemical findings, and believe me, we are going to be checking behind you. If you say it's 48 milligram nicotine and I buy it from you, I'm still going to test it here. It's going to be tested again and again and again. For every 120 milliliters of nicotine sold, I expect that 110 of it will get used because 10 10 milliliters will probably be burned up in testing before it's ever used. Okay, that's all I have to say for this uh, this podcast. Um, I hope that uh, I hope it hits home, and I hope a lot of people hear this, and I hope a lot of people agree with it. If you have any comment, as always, please email me at vapetalk at gmail dot com. That's vapetalk v a p e t a l k at gmail dot com, and leave your comments. I'll be glad to respond to any that are not obscene or uh, accusatory type uh, crap. Uh, and believe me, I will not be intimidated uh, by lawyers or legal eagles or uh, whatever. You know, take it and stuff it in your butt. Have a good one. We'll talk to you later. This is Dave signing off. Bye-bye.